Welcome back to Your Best Year Starts Here. And this is a slightly different episode to any of the episodes we've done before because Nigel and I are actually on different sides of the Atlantic Ocean right now. Perhaps the best is this one. At different times, and for the first time, Neil's not late because he never had to travel anywhere. <laughs> Strangely enough, he had to go 26,000 miles away to be on time. When he has to drive 120 miles, he finds it a stretch. So what we're now going to do is we're just going to send Neil all over the world so our regular podcast is on time. It works for me. I mean, maybe it helps that we're on different times. I was going to say maybe it helps that we're on different time zones, but actually I'm earlier than you. So that's, that's even weirder. Oh, so you're going to claim this, that you got here earlier than the scheduled time by five or six hours. Exactly yeah. that, exactly that. And if we equate it over the year and a bit, you'll probably equal it out all the time late. <laughs> so so, so four, or five, four or five minutes late, all added together equates to seven hours or six hours, right? Exactly right. So how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Um, yeah, I mean... Obviously, there's been a lot going on since the last time we recorded some episodes and we've had some stuff come up that means, although we were going to be in the same place together to do this, it hasn't happened. Um, and so, yeah, I've been over here in the US for a conference, a whole bunch of stuff happening here. Um, and hey, we made a commitment. So guess what we're doing? And next week, I'll be the Cayman Islands. So I won't be there either, but then I'll be ahead of you. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. Anyway. So here's the point for me. We decided a year and a half ago to start doing weekly podcasts, and we might be thousands of miles away, but it's important that if you say you're going to do something, you do it, and you find a way. So Simon Sinek's great line is, you know, find your why. My actual take on it is, if you have a big enough what, the how will show up. Yep. So normally you bring all your equipment and you've got some big stands and you've got microphones and it's all phenomenal and this time we found another way by using zoom this time because there's always a way to do it absolutely the question is are you willing to find a way to do it if your what is big enough and i think the other thing that goes with that as well is it would be very very easy to go ah oh, but we got fancy new equipment and we've got great sound quality and you know we can't do an episode if we don't have all of that well actually we can right you know, I, right now I'm talking through a pair of headphones just to make sure that the mic's a bit clearer. You know, you're using your phone because the audio is good on an iPhone anyway. You know, from from that point of view, do you need loads and loads of fancy equipment to go and do so something? I, no, you don't. So am I never going to see you again? Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I, I was hoping that would be the case, you know. I just <laughs> see you again. And so we could just do it. It doesn't matter where we are in the world. Then you'll never be late. And we can just do it this way. But here's a really interesting thing. Sometimes in networking, and I've written a book on networking, which I don't ever talk about, called You Have Me at Hello. But the concept is that in networking, if you want to meet people, there are many different ways to meet people. Yeah. You can go to physical events. You can do a LinkedIn group. You can have a Facebook group. And there's funnels and there's everything else. But really what people want is to be able to see each other, see the nuances in facial expression, and then you can really have a closer relationship. 
So there's no excuse for anyone who's listening to this who thinks they might want to do coaching or they may want to do different types of training to use some technology that's out there. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I mean, I've got um, a mastermind group that I'm in that you know, we've been having weekly calls for, uh, I don't know, probably a year and a half. It's at least a year now. Um, and I'm the only one that's based in the UK. Everybody else in the group is based in the US. So, you know, and I'm not going to fly to the US every week just to have a, a one hour meeting. It would be ridiculous. But even if you wanted to, the amount of time spent to have that That's my point. Meeting. That's my point. You just wouldn't yeah. do it, right? You know, whereas being able to use technology, jump on a call, be there for, you know, 60 to 90 minutes a week, bang through a bunch of stuff, hold each other accountable, help each other out with our businesses, all of that kind of stuff. It's invaluable. And the technology we've got in this world now allows it. But you're dead right. It's the it's the video call. It's being able to see people. It's being able to gauge people's responses, reactions, and everything else, which you don't get if you don't eyeball someone. And also, you don't get that sense of commitment that somebody's made an effort to be there, and they're not just laying in bed, and they've got headphones on, and it's dark you know, around you. So I'm, I'm in a different room today. But what's interesting, I'm still dressed. You look like you're reasonably dressed, you know, as best as you can. I'm, I'm but, dressed, I'm showered, I'm all that stuff. It might be early in the morning, but I've still done all that stuff. But, but that's my point, that, you know, when I used to work from home, I still, when I came downstairs, and I used to do a Sunday newsletter, and when I did my Sunday's newsletter, I always got dressed for work because it was that type of attitude and mindset. Whereas if I came down in my pyjamas... One, it's not a pretty sight, but two, I didn't feel clean to do business. Uh-huh. And I think it's really important in networking, whether it's face-to-face, a Zoom call, whatever, that you feel professional. We do it, we do a professional job. We professionally research what we're going to talk about, and we add value, even if it's six thousand miles away. Yep. Yep. And I think the other I think the other point in that for me is you know, what we put out is a representation of how we feel inside. And it's our brand. And you don't know if this is the first week that we have that somebody's watching listeners. something or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but but if this is the first week someone listens to us, we can't say, I know this session wasn't very good. You should listen to the other 64, excluding episode 58, by the way, which I still haven't forgiven you for. I think it was, but 50, not- I think it was 50, not 58. But, <laughs> yeah. you know. but, but the point is what we've got to make sure is that every time our voice is heard, every time our products are seen, it's of what I call Tiffany quality. Yeah. And I think too often we just go through the motions and we don't really act professional and we don't think it matters. Yeah. And I believe everything that we do matters. And so if you're going to do a podcast, if you're going to write a book, and I've seen too many people who write books just for saying writing a book, and then you read past page seven, you think, this is just shite. I yeah. can't believe that someone's put out there. But someone said, well, you must write a book. Or you must do a podcast. And I know from the feedback we receive, and whilst we'd like more reviews, the hundred or so reviews we've had have all been five star. And no one said, you know, I mean, we've had a few complaints that people think it should be much longer. Longer. Or more frequent. That's the other thing. That's yep. the, the two the only two complaints are basically I want more. Well, that's because their car journey is longer than 13 minutes. And we just assume by the time you got in your car, most journeys aren't that long. And we might, in the summer, do a slightly longer version for some people. But at the moment, I think this is the optimum time. And I believe it's professionally done. 
we sound professional, and the knowledge and nuggets that we put out are great. So here's the question for all of our listeners. Does everything you do have a professional ring to it? And if someone had only ever seen this or that letter or that email or that one phone call, would they recommend you to someone else? Because that may be your only opportunity. And there are no second chances. And we do judge a book by its cover and first impressions count. As much as we all say you need to look underneath it all. Yeah, I totally agree. I think the other thing as well, something I was talking to, um, you know, in like the digital marketing space, right, there's a lot of people who think I should hold my best stuff back until I've got more information from you. So like, I'm going to give you something for free, but it's not going to be my best thing because I want to make sure I've at least got your name and your email and your phone number before I give you my best thing, right? There's a lot of people that have that kind of view, and my view is quite simple. Okay, so what you're telling me is if you were dating someone you're not going to show up at your best on the first date. Well, you're going to wait well, till like date number my, if you ask two my or wife, three. You'll say that was the case. Okay. <laughs> you and know we what are I mean? celebrating our 35th anniversary in a couple of weeks' time. So that's, that's incredible. Yeah, that's incredible. But, but you know what I mean, right? It's like the if you don't show up at, you, at your best for that first impression, you might not get the chance to make a second or a third one. Exactly right. And, and in the next episode, I'm going to be talking about professional speaking only because i'm doing something a little bit weird in that i teach people not necessarily how to speak but how to be professional in their speaking and it's amazing that when i speak at these type of events people are amazed how much information i give them and i'm always surprised why wouldn't i give you my best stuff exactly exactly that i don't know how long we've been going on this episode but i want to leave a nugget for everyone who's listening The last email you sent, the last Instagram message, the last Facebook post, the last LinkedIn article, is it your best quality? And if it's not, delete it. Because I'm going to find you. And if you've seen the film Taken, you know the next couple (laughs) of lines. Because it's a disgrace that you put something out there just because you think you haven't put a post up for some time. So can I ask a favour? So I would agree with you. Come on, Neil. But well, no, I was gonna say I would agree with you. I also want to chuck another perspective out there. I think you should. You were gonna say you were gonna say but, weren't you? There, I might have done, but (laughs) I actually thought about it and decided that's the wrong choice of words. Here's here's the thing for me: it's like put out the best thing you can, but don't wait until you're better than you are right now. As in, put out the best thing you can. That's not perfect. I get that totally. It's like put out the best you can now. But if you're embarrassed by that thing in a year's time, good. Because that means you got better. Oh, no, no, that's a different thing. When we did our podcast, we'd never done a podcast before. And the first episode was brilliant for the first. Yeah. And we've had a lot of people say some of the episodes since then have been better. Have been way well, better, hate, yeah, exactly. I'd hate to look back at today's podcast or today's Instagram post and think, did I really write that? What was the point? So there are times on some of my posts, I'll put, this is a funny thing. These are the animal stuff. And I'll preface it because if that was the only thing, I'd want to know why I've posted it. Yeah. I've just posted something on Facebook about mission statements. To me, it's very funny. But I would hate for someone not to book me to do a mission, vision, and goal setting based on that one person if they didn't know the context. Yeah. So let's just think about this before we close today's episode. Be professional. Or, or the other thing is, uh, speak professionally, act friendly. 
Yeah. I think the other thing I'd add on the end of that is, are you proud of what you've done? As in, if you if you put something out into the world, regardless of the environment and everything else, are you proud to say that you did it? Because if you've created something and you're embarrassed by it, before anyone's even seen it, you know you could do better. Well, and I'll leave with one last thought. My trainer in the original, when I originally started, was Jack Canfield, the co-author of The Chicken Soup for the Soul. And he said, if you're not sure you can get away with it, the answer is you can't. So don't put yourself in an embarrassing situation. So I look forward to next week's episode. I yeah, think, me too. I think I'm going to be in the Cayman Islands for next week, and you'll be maybe still in the States. I'll still be in the so US, yeah. I'll still be in the so US. We'll still be nearer than each other, but we'll, and you'll still be early or late. Have a lovely week, and I'll see you next week. <laughs> and don't forget to leave us a review. Your best year, it starts right here. Exactly. Bye-bye. <laughs>